Down. What's going on, mother truckers? Hopefully everybody's doing fine. Let me actually uh, look on my phone for once because I'm usually just using my phone just to see how this looks on my side. You look you look beautiful right here. I don't know if you can see yourself, but you look That's really sexy one. right there. Look at that. Look at that guy. Buff and working out, bro. <laughs> there it is, man. It's an old picture you know? from a couple weeks ago at this point. <laughs> you know, right now uh, we got a few people jumping in. Uh, uh, we said right at 3 p.m. Eastern, uh, 12 Cali time. And so we'll just kind of hang out just for a little bit and uh, – Say what's up to people. So if you guys want to comment down below, uh, say what's up, mother truckers. Or if you have a question right now, we might be able to answer some questions before we get into this little uh, training that we're going to do. Because I have my partner with me, uh, Bob Booth. Uh, Man. What's up, everybody? It's always great to see you, brother. You know, I appreciate you for being on the show, you know. Likewise, man. Appreciate you. But, you know. Remember, can you hear me? Okay. You there? Yeah, I might lose you here and there. We're doing a live, so uh, you know how that goes, man. Yeah, no, I hear you, man. I'm getting calls on my end, too, so it may uh, it may chop in and out. I just tried to uh, silence the calls, so hopefully that works. Hey, um, that, hey that just means you're a busy guy, and know? you're taking time just to help out, uh, you know, some truck drivers, and that's what it's about, brother, you know? That's it, man. Me and you, we're here to help. So anything we can do to give some advice um, and help people get on the road or maybe grow their fleet or whatever they're looking to do, you know, we're we're here to help. Um, so happy to to chat with you and, and uh, the mother truckers out there. Hey, I love it, man. You know, that's what's up. So you know what? Let's just get into this uh, uh, training. And then after that, if people have any questions or if you have uh, something that you want reviewed, right now we do have the president of the funding booth, uh, Bob Booth himself. So he can actually do some little underwriting right here over the over this live so that you guys could get what you guys need. So, you know, right now we got a few people in here. So uh, Lauren, Ed, Sam, Don. Uh, 22 Nesta, Chris Hughes, James Winzel, Marco Hughes, uh, Julio Frias, Cassius King. Uh, we have Matthew Ford. We got people popping in, brother. So it's really good, good stuff right now. Yeah, we appreciate everybody joining. And um, guys, just so everybody knows, um, my name is Bob, like Alex said. Um, you know, I've had the company for a couple of years now. And uh, we help out a lot of truck drivers um, either purchase their first truck, you know, just giving them advice as to what they need to do to get on the road. Um, you know, it, it doesn't hurt to pick up the phone, shoot us an email, um, ask any questions you have. There's no stupid questions. Um, you know, just like uh, everybody out there, um, it's been a tough year um, and things are changing. So, um, you know, anything you guys here have, we're kind of here to help. Um, you know, you don't necessarily have to use our financing. Obviously we'd love for you to use our financing, uh, but ultimately um, we want to be a sounding board for the transportation industry. Um, to help people get the best financing that they can. Um, so I'm happy to uh, to be here today, man. I appreciate it. No, of course, of course. And, you know, just putting a disclaimer out there for the people that are watching right now, and I'll say that again throughout this video, is we're not here to try to sell you nothing today. Uh, we're just here just to give you information. You know, Bob is a partner of mine, and so this is what we do. I do not connect my name with anybody or any company that's going to rip off truck drivers uh we're definitely here just to help so i always keep it real with you guys there now um one thing's for sure 
with the funding booth that a lot of people have questions about is, you know, do you have to have a license to give out information like this? Do you have to have some sort of certificate to be able to pull people's credit, you know, firsthand? You know, what's the funding booth about when it comes to that? Yeah, so as a finance company, um, you know, the more licenses you have, the better off you are. Um, different states have different uh, requirements, uh, specifically in California, for instance, you're required to have the California lender's license, which we have. Um, so, you know, in general, on the commercial financing side, um, it's not as uh, not as regulated as the consumer loan businesses, um, but it's becoming more regulated. Um, so time and business and um, working with people that, you know, uh, kind of know what they're doing have been doing this for a while. Uh, it goes a long way. Um, so whether you work with us, uh, we've had plenty of experience or, or another finance company. One of the things you want to look for is uh, to make sure that they're, they're being honest, straightforward with you. Um, and one of the biggest red flags to look for, Alex, one of the things I just kind of want to throw out there is um, any type of big time upfront fees that don't get paid directly to uh, the funding source. Um, that's a red flag uh, for everybody out there just to be aware of. Um, so keep an eye out for that uh, for everybody watching. Um, so you know, when you when you say that, brother, can you give like a little example of what that is? Because, you know, this lingo might be a little bit new for us truckers. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, definitely. No. So, um, you know, to give everybody a little bit of an insight, uh, we're, a, you know, a syndicator or a broker, as a lot of people call it. Um, so we have funding partners that serve all different types of, uh, you know, financing requirements, whether you're getting your first truck or your, your, your third or fourth truck, whatever the case may be. Um, so, you know, the, the funding sources that we work with uh, may offer finance terms and approval terms with uh, X amount of dollars down, so on and so forth. Um, so if there is uh, approval terms that come out with down payments, um, things like that, you want to make sure that the money is going towards the truck and not just going towards uh, the pocket of, a, you know, the finance company, so to speak, as a down payment. Right. Oh, um, I, hear you. I hear you. So are yeah. there so there are some scammy ass uh, finance companies. We don't have to put any names out there, but uh, is, is that common in the business? Because a lot of times when people are looking into buying a truck and things like that, you know, we're always afraid of getting scammed. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to say there's a bad name out there for everybody because there's not. But, um, you know, just like everything else, a couple of bad experiences can make things a lot worse um, for, for the buyer. So um, it's always best to just be cautious of, uh, of what's on paper and making sure that you're not being oversold anything. And what you're being told is in writing, um, because a lot of the times stuff that's verbally given isn't always uh, what's in writing. So you want to make sure that that's that's taken care of as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, in general, just like any business, Alex, there's no, I hear you. Uh, there's good finance companies and there's uh, there's people out there that may mislead you or try to get a quick sale and a quick buck. Um, so, you know, <laughs> that, you, you know what's sure. crazy? And let's, we're keeping it real here. For you mother truckers out there, uh, you know, I've uh, talked about us before and we've had some subscribers that actually called. And when they called, they already told Bob that they're working with someone else, but they were afraid that they were getting scammed. And then Bob's over there on the phone for a couple hours making sure that, you know, they tell the dealer or what have you the right things to make sure that they're legit and, you know, they're, they're getting the right deal. So I really appreciate you for that, brother, when you did that a couple of times. A couple of subscribers reached back and told me, yeah, like Bob spent a couple of hours with me on the phone, even though like I was going through <laughs> the dealership, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, um, some of the conversations, you know, they will culminate into a few hours of time spent. But uh, ultimately, that guy, he, uh, you know, he got his first truck, he got it taken care of, which is great. 
Um, he made sure he wasn't getting, you know, screwed, so to speak. And then, um, you know, hopefully he needs to purchase a second truck. Um, and when he comes back for a second truck, hopefully he works with us, um, you know, and we can help him out. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the name of the game with us is transparency and um, just trying to get people the best deal that they deserve, given their, um, you know, credit situation. 100% brother. So, you know, this is a big question that a lot of truck drivers have, you know, uh, should they pay cash or should they finance their first semi truck? I mean, what are your thoughts with this? Yeah, it's kind of a loaded question. There's a def definitely a couple different ways to take it. Um, one of the things I would say is it depends on what your credit situation looks like. Um, you know, I'd never suggest dumping all of your savings into purchasing any type of asset to either start your business or keep your business going because there are going to be other business expenses that may pop up, um, specifically in transportation. We know repairs and maintenance are, are a huge expense, right? At times that pop up where you don't want to get caught um, not having enough cash in, in the bank account to take care of that um, because then you can't get on the road and we know what happens when you can't roll. Um, sometimes you lose the hauls and things like that. So um, it's important to have cash. Um, but if you, if you don't have great credit or you're not a homeowner, um, be expected to pay higher interest on your first truck. Mm. Um, you know, and one of the things about that, Alex, is if you take a look at, uh, an average truck around say 40 K, um, and you have 40 K to put down, you could probably get away with putting 40% down on it. Um, regardless of what your credit situation may look like, you know, assuming there's no open bankruptcies, um, you know, existing repos or, um, or child support issues, um, you're looking at 40% down on 30k 40k so let's say a forty thousand dollar truck right forty percent down 16 grand um if you were to finance that over 36 months um you may be looking at payments in between uh, i don't know uh anywhere from like 700 to a thousand bucks a month um right. so when you look at it from a payment perspective as to what that truck can make for you um yeah you know it may make sense um, relative to what you're making um, but when you do the actual calculations in terms of what it's actually costing from an interest rate perspective Right. It could be pretty steep. So um, I guess everybody's different, right? You never want to spend someone else's money. Um, right. So uh, it can be done in a more of a case-by-case -case basis, I guess. Uh, if you have stronger credit, I would suggest looking into financing so you don't have to spend all your capital. Um, oh, yeah. You know, and if you have not-so-perfect credit or some blemishes or, or poor credit for that matter, um, you know, you could still consider the financing and compare uh, what it may cost 100% out of pocket versus what it's going to cost you each month um, with a higher interest loan, um, just to make sure that you have extra cash on the side for those, um, you know, other things that may pop out, fuel, maintenance, things like that. No, that's legit, brother. And the one thing I want to let you truck drivers know, because I get a lot of subscribers that call us and, you know, we're on the phone. If you guys are straight up struggling, I mean, I'm talking about you want to be an owner operator so damn bad. You got the bad credit. You know, you're not a homeowner. You got all these things going on. You don't have a lot of experience uh, with your CDL, but you just want to be an owner operator so bad and you're reaching so far so that you could put all your money and become an owner operator. Bob and I turn down clients all day long. It is really, really tough. I mean, I don't want to scare you mother truckers out there, but to run any business, especially trucking, dude, I would say the failure rate is extremely high if you do not know what you're doing, especially if you're buying your first truck. So do not feel like you have to be an owner operator right away. 
You know, if your credit sucks, fix it. You know, we want to help you out. Bob wants to help you out, but we're not trying to rip you off, you know, but if you're in a situation where you got two trucks already, you're, you're missing money because you need that third truck because you got another driver, but you know, your money's a little low because of this and that, or your credit's a little low, then that's a little bit of a different scenario, right, Bob? Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, that's the difference. And you hit the nail on the head, man. Like you said it, you know, um, there's a lot of, unfortunately, there's a lot of defaults and issues with first time buyers. Um, so a lot of people will call us and they'll say, oh man, I've been trying to get financing for three weeks. I don't understand why nobody will lend to me with, uh, you know, with my credit being this or, or that. And, you know, what people need to understand when you're financing a semi truck for over the road is there's so many different buckets that you need to fill up, um, whether that's your CDL experience, how much money down you have, um, whether or not you're a homeowner, um, the year making model of the truck. You know, we have programs available for all different types of trucks um, where there's even no age restrictions. But um, those those programs may have credit requirements or home ownership requirements or CDL requirements. So uh, it really is like putting a puzzle together um, when you're financing your first truck. Um, so totally understand how frustrating it can be for a lot of the you know the mother truckers out there that are looking to purchase their first truck and they're just running into um, you know wall after wall and um, one of the reasons may be to be candid you know it may just not be time yet to buy the truck um, mm. you know so always take that into account and we're always here to have that conversation and kind of let you know where you stand we we do it all the time. Yeah, no, thank you, Bob. And then Cash is King. He has a question. You know, do we finance trailers as well? And are there different options for those? You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, Cash is King. We certainly finance plenty of trailers, um, you know, regardless of what type of trailer it is, whether it's a, a reefer trailer, drive van, a drop deck, whatever the case, flatbed. Um, we can certainly offer you finance on the trailers as well. Um, to be candid, uh, Sometimes financing trailers can be a little bit easier in terms of restrictions than financing uh, a direct semi. Um, just the nature of the business and the funding solutions that are out there, um, you know, they're a little bit more flexible on the trailer side than they are with uh, with the semis, you know, because trailers don't have an engine and um, wouldn't have those necessary problems that trucks could have. No, that's no, that's good. And uh, I'm letting you guys know this. Uh, another thing, if you're thinking about going over the road, owner operator versus uh going locally that's going to change the game as well so i do want you guys to know that because for a day cab it's going to be a lot easier to get finance correct bob yep there's a, a lot more funding programs out there for day cabs and intrastate haulers than there are for interstate haulers over the road truckers um you know if you're buying your first one it still may be somewhat of a challenge um, but you may have a couple more options that wouldn't be available if you were purchasing a sleeper cab. Um, so there are differences between uh, day cabs and sleepers. And, you know, typically speaking, it is a little bit easier for a day cab. Because um, like you said, Alex, they're, you know, maybe hauling um, daily runs, you're home every night, um, you know. And one of the reasons behind that, guys, just so you know, is um, the banks feel a little bit more comfortable knowing that their truck is home every night at a certain address versus when it's over the road, you know, you could be out for months or you could not even have a, a home base, right? You may just be living out on the road, um, you know, and they're not going to be able to know where that truck is at all times. Um, so that's why day cabs are a little bit easier to finance um, because you can't sleep in them. And typically, uh, you know, drivers are back home every night. Um, in them. So that's that's one of the reasons behind that.
No, that's legit, bro, uh, Bob. Uh, no, thank you. And for everyone asking questions right now, um, we will get to all your questions at the end. And also, if you would like to get a review, you know, if you don't mind getting a little personal, if you know your credit score is 600 or 550 or how much experience you have, you put in the comments and Bob can basically help you out right now. So is we'll, we will be doing that. So I am not disregarding your questions at all. But um, a, another big segment that people are wondering about is when they're looking to buy their first semi truck or trailer, they're going out and they're looking to get a loan at times, but they don't mm -hmm. know who they're exactly talking to. And so what is the difference between a broker and dealership financing, if any? Because like you said, uh, the funding booth is a broker, right? Right. And yep. so is there pros and cons? Um, I guess yes and no. Um, from my perspective, I've been on the direct lending side as well, um, working for both direct lenders and brokers. Um, the broker side gives us the ability to work with all types of credits and situations. We don't just have a single credit box or credit department that we work with. We work with, you know, multiple different credit departments on the trucking side. We probably have 20 different credit department outlets that we could reach out to depending on the situation. Um, you know, admittedly, a lot of them are the same and offer the same type of programs and approvals and work with the same type of customers. Um, so we don't end up using all of them. Um, but essentially, that's where um, kind of that that stands. Um, and then I guess when it comes to dealership financing, a lot of dealers use brokers because I was gonna I was just gonna say that of, <laughs> <laughs> you know we have all of those relationships already. So, like for instance, uh, for everybody watching, just to kind of run through how we look at a deal internally, right? Um, say you were to fill out an application, we do a soft credit check in house. So um, by us taking a look at your credit application and kind of figuring out what you look, what it looks like, what options may be available, um, a, a dealership may find value in that um, because number one, they don't have to do it themselves. Uh, we're kind of taking the burden off of them and they can handle the selling of the truck. We handle the financing. Um, on the contrary, some dealers who especially sell new dealers, uh, new, new trucks, um, with those particular uh, dealers, the new truck financing, the manufacturer back and subsidized financing, if you're buying a new truck is the way to go. Um, I'll say that again, guys. If you're buying new, definitely go to the dealer first and apply for the manufacturer back financing. Whoa. Um, whether that's Placar or whatever it is. And you call me crazy, um, but the, the reality is it's a brand new truck. You're going to get the best terms, assuming you can qualify, um, because it's the manufacturer's truck and it's the manufacturer's financing. Okay. Um, anything outside of that, I always recommend working with a guy like uh, like us um, or you know a broker because uh, an honest broker <laughs> to to be candid, um, because we're going to be able to take a look at your deal in house. And it's our job to get you the best deal that you deserve um, for your situation that you currently have. And understand your situation may change. What you had for a credit three or four years ago when you purchased a car or a truck or whatever the case was may not necessarily be the same case now today. Um, not from your credit perspective only, but also from a lending perspective. Um, there's been a lot of changes that have been made specifically since this whole pandemic, um, mm -hmm. you know, that have made it a little bit more difficult um, to get into financing a truck. 
um, you know, things are starting to open up a little bit uh, more so than they were a couple months ago. But, um, you know, it's just one of those things where now that all of this has happened, um, there's going to be a level of uncertainty moving forward, um, regardless of, uh, of who the lender is. Man, so dude, so let's recap this, you know, for the 104 people that are watching this live right now. Um, if you guys have the resources to buy a new truck, make sure you ask who you're talking to. Are they going through the actual finance dealer company or are they going through a broker? Because Bob, even though he's a broker, he's telling you guys, do not go through a broker. You could get way better interest rates, better warranties and everything just going straight to the dealership at that point. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, here's the crazy part. And I know this because uh, Bob and I work together. When a deal is kind of hard to get done or when the deal isn't quite perfect, they will just use a broker. And so what they'll do is you're going to MHC or you're going to Peterbilt, what have you, okay, whatever company, and then you're going to go in there and then they're going to say, hey, we couldn't get you approved through our actual lender, but we're going to try another option. They're 100% going to use a broker. And I don't want to talk any ish, but if they use another broker, that means another broker is going to make money. But then also a lot of times they want to make money. So guess what happens? The broker now makes money and now the dealership makes more money. And see, you just got screwed in the behind twice. You know, it's the truth. You know, I mean, I'm not hating on it. It's just that's just the way a lot of these dealerships do business. So, you know, be careful about that. And the perfect candidate for going and buying a new truck. What does that truck driver look like? Can you kind of give us a little bit of a guideline of what kind of truck driver would approve for a brand new truck? Uh, I mean, if you're buying a brand new truck uh, from a credit perspective, you're asking? Yeah, credit uh, yeah. perspective. Uh, maybe they have to have a certain amount of experience because uh, right now we have about what um, – uh, 127 truck drivers watching this, there might mm -hmm. be a few that they might have all their ducks in a row. Right. So, you know, instead of uh, talking to a broker, you know, they should go straight to a dealer. What kind of experience and credit perspective? Right. Um, I can't speak for like the dealers manufacture finance and kind of what they're looking for at this point in time. Um, but, and don't get me wrong. We have options available for, for a credits looking to purchase a brand new truck. Um, but the process, it just takes a little bit longer than what you're going to encounter at the dealership. Um, right. it's just the nature of the beast. So, um, on the dealership side, like what we look for, um, home ownership would be, would be big for, um, because when you're purchasing a new truck, we're talking probably over hundred K. Right? right. Um, so, I mean, home ownership is going to be very important. Um, a down payment you're going to have to bring to the table. Uh, we do have a few programs available, uh, with as little as 10% down, um, but that requires three years CDL experience, um, you know, and a good chunk of change in terms of reserves in your bank account. Um, so, you know, in general, uh, 675 or better credit score. Um, if you are a homeowner, great. If not, you're going to want to have somewhat comparable debt. 
Um, and one of the things to that point with the comparable debt um, that a lot of folks may not totally understand is, you know, some people may call us, it happens all the time, you know, they have a 720 credit score, um, but it's a 720 credit score with the highest trade line on their credit being 10,000 or 20,000 bucks, and they want to finance 100 or 120,000. Um, mm. You got to understand that there's something called comparable credit in the finance world. And um, with somebody in that case, they're just not going to qualify for that much truck. Uh, they have a much better opportunity qualifying for 30 or 40,000 um, with high credit around 10 or 15,000 than they would a $120,000 truck. Um, so comparable credit, what you finance in the past is also uh, very important to what you're able to do for your next truck financing. No, that's, and that, that was like weighed into the, our question. Cause we had a lot of truck drivers asking, you know, what is, uh, how many years should you have your CDL to get a good rate? So with a lot of, uh, the banks that, uh, the funding booth works with now, is mm -hmm. there a certain amount of years? Because the way I want my subscribers to think about it, right, Bob is yes, it might be your first year as a truck driver. But if your goal is to be an owner operator one day and your goal is to own your own asset, your own truck, your own trailer, you should kind of know the requirements of where the best rates kind of settle in. Right. And right. so that might make you change your mind on how long you should be a truck driver for before applying. You know what I'm trying yeah. to say? Yep, yeah, I hear you. Um, yeah. So, I mean, uh, we there are programs available for brand new CDL drivers. Assuming you have uh, 700 or better credit score, 20% um, down, and uh, a homeowner, um, the rates for that program in particular um, will be anywhere between 10 and 13% APR. Um, and a lot of people may think for A credit, that's going to be high. Um, but the reality is on the commercial side, when you're financing a truck for the first time, um, that's actually really competitive. Um, you may find that um, the rates from the dealership uh, manufacturer financing are going to be a bit more competitive, which is why I said five minutes ago, you know, go there first. Um, right. But, uh, you know, technically speaking, there there are programs available if you're fresh out of CDL school, you have your home ownership and you've got a 700 or better credit. Um, to be candid, we don't come across too many of those clients. Um, but if you're one of them and you're watching the show today, we'd be more than happy to see if uh, if we can get you qualified for that particular program. No, that's what's up. That's what's up. And, you know, a, a really good friend of mine, he's uh, uh, Vic Med. He he has a, a good question that I want to bring up. And mm -hmm. he's he's not pulling shots towards us as far as what we're talking about. But he's under the impression that when there's no such thing as a soft credit pool. Okay. And so he says that because he, he owns a fleet of trucks himself. Uh-huh. And he's a YouTuber as well. Really great guy. Dirty Broke, I see you in here as well. Uh don't think I don't. Uh, but let me see this question real quick. And we can kind of see what that is about. So let me see. Uh Vic Med, good friend. Shout out to you. Uh he's actually in your area. He says, bro, there's no such thing as soft credit check. That's not true. Once the credit is ran, it's a regular hard check. So what is what he's saying true? What is a soft credit pool? And so that people actually understand maybe the difference because maybe there's a miscommunication here. 
Yeah, there could very well be a miscommunication. Um, I can tell you with confidence for the last, uh, you know, two and a half, almost three years, uh, we've been pulling soft credit inquiries. Um, there's no inquiry or effect to one's credit score. Um, unlike if you were to walk into a car dealership, a lot of the times they do what's called the hard inquiry. Mm-hmm. Um, so every time the finance company looks at your credit, it will show up as an inquiry on your credit report. Um, our inquiries are soft credit inquiries, so they don't affect your credit score and they don't uh, report it as an inquiry to your credit report. Um, so, I mean, are there you know. some, are there some shysters out there that say they do a soft credit pool, but then they're running your credit? Have you ran into that? Because I think that's where the miscommunication happens. Cause I've had some, uh, a bank before told me they were going to do a soft credit pool. And then mm-hmm. I checked my shit after and I was pissed because they pretty much ran it to like 30 different people. Right. right. Yeah. And, and that happens too. And that's like, uh, we see it a lot where, uh, folks will come to us and, you know, they just had their credit pulled 10 different times. Um, and they didn't even know like, about it within a two day, within a two day time frame, And they were just at one dealership, you know? Um, and don't get me wrong, Vic. Um, I know you're there and you're listening. Um, some of the partners we work with, they will do a hard pull on your credit. So, um, maybe that's where the confusion lies, um, with regards to working with a broker. Um, we do a soft credit check in house. Um, there are partners that will use our credit reports, so they don't actually have to pull any more credits or anything like that. Um, so, I mean, happy to chat with you offline and discuss it further. I'm not sure, um, how much more knowledge I, I could give you in, in that front, other than the fact that, um, I know because I pay for it every month, uh, we have a soft credit tool that doesn't think your credit. Um, gotcha. And, you know, the proof is so, I, so I think that's what's going on is a lot of, a lot of banks and brokers out here are telling you they're doing a soft pool and then they do that to get your application and then they run that shit. You know, it sounds shady, but I'm cause it happened to me once too. Right. So, you know, so just be aware of that people that, you know, there, there are a lot of companies out there that aren't that great. And that's crazy that you told me that you've actually ran into that situation, Bob, where a guy would just go to one dealership and they mm-hmm. they passed it on like to 22 banks like that. Yeah, like, they'll shotgun it out. Um, if it's not a yeah, if it's not a great deal, they'll they'll shotgun it out. Uh, you know, some other finance companies may do that also. Um, and you, don't get me wrong, guys, there may be times where we have to use multiple funding sources to get uh, an application approved, and there may be multiple inquiries. Um, but if you don't, you know, it's very important to me, um, you know, in terms of the way I run our company, um, to the, le- the least amount of credit inquiries we can have on a customer, the better. Uh, it doesn't do us any good um, to ding their credit. Um, you know, it's just going to hurt your score a couple points each time. Um, so it's not huge. But if you're doing it, you know, 10 or 15 times to get financing for one item, um, it will add up. No, I hear you, brother. No, thank you for that. And, um, you know, this is the one of the biggest ones, right? And we touched on this a little bit. So for the deal breaker, what is considered bad credit, you know, uh, to a bank so that people know what's going on? And then if they are in bad credit situation, I don't recommend doing it. But what kind of money do you need to drop to get usually a truck done, you know? Right. So, um, yeah, there's plenty of options out there for people that don't have uh, good credit. Um, There's a couple of deal killers, so to speak, that I think are important to kind of lay out there out front. Um, And there's really three that are the most prevalent. Um, 
the, the first and most uh, frowned upon is unpaid child support. Um, if you have any accounts out there that are unpaid child support, um, you're going to want to take care of that before um, you explore any type of finance options. Um, also, if you have an open bankruptcy um, that's currently, you know, still open, not dismissed or discharged, um, it's going to be tough to find uh, a finance company um, to help you out. I um, had this discussion the other day with somebody and um, it actually came to my mind. I, I suggested they look at a buy here, pay here type of lease option um, while they're in a current bankruptcy. You know, that may be another option um, to consider. Um, and then the the third thing would be any type of auto charge offs or repossessions that the customer has on their credit report without any effort or proof to show that they've tried to make that repo or charge off, you know, right. Um, if you kind of just let it go to the side, turn the car in and never pay attention to it, um, it's going to be difficult to convince uh, another finance company to finance another vehicle for you. Um, especially if it's been within the last couple of years. Um, mm. So those are three things that you want to make sure um, you don't have on your credit. And if you do, um, do the best that you can to clean those up. We've had clients in the past that, um, you know, had a repo um, and ended up calling the finance company, started making payments on it, showed that they were making payments on it and were able to finance them. Um, so aside from those three points, um, there's really no minimum credit score requirements. Um, we typically would need anywhere from, uh, 30 to 50% down. And yeah. I know that's a wide range, um, but it is dependent upon what type of truck you're purchasing. Um, so if you're going to be purchasing, you know, a more classic truck, like a Pete or a Kenworth W900, that may hold its value a little bit better than um, something like a, you know, a Freightliner Cascadia, so to speak. Um, you may need to put down 30% versus uh, 40 or 50% on a Freightliner. 30% um, down on a Pete or, or a Kenworth may be sufficient um, for one of the programs we have. So um, it's going to depend on um, the truck that you're purchasing as well, um, but definitely come to the plate with at least 30% uh, to terms. Um, we're really looking at uh, probably anywhere from 24 to 42, maybe 48 month terms. Um, that'd probably be the longest. Anything over that uh, probably won't happen for somebody with poor credit. And 48 months may be a little bit of a stretch to be candid. No, I no. Thank you for that. And so mm -hmm. hopefully you guys are getting some information that's helping you out on this. Uh, hit the like button, subscribe. If you haven't, you know, we got about 170 people in here live just watching us right now. So thank you so much, everybody just for supporting the show. And so that we can have more guests like this on and, you know, a big part of this. And I have to just say this again for people that are jumping here. Please do not finance a semi-truck or trailer if you are not ready. I mean, come correct, people. You know, if get your credit right, please. We want your interest. That's the whole that's the whole thing about America. Let's be honest, right, Bob? If you got good credit, you don't have to put that much down. If you find yourself stretching, having to put more money down, having to uh, jump through hoops, walls, backflip over. Guess what happens when you have an engine problem? Guess what happened when you just pop some? I've literally had a guy call me and say, Alex, I want to buy a semi truck, right? And I was like, okay, the, the truck's $25,000. And I have bad credit. I have all these things, but I do have $15,000 down. I go, okay, you can get approved, but... How much money do you have left after that? Because as a truck driver, I want to just know, right? Right. And he literally said, I have $400 after that to my name. And I said, bro, 
I love you with all my heart, but I am not going to let you buy a semi truck. And Bob and I have turned down so many people because we do not want you to fail. <laughs> it It's not a good look on anybody. So please, 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 please. I'm going to have to say it every 20 minutes. Do not put yourself in a situation where you're just trying to get the dream. Yes, it sounds great to be a business owner. Yes, it sounds great that you became an owner operator after one year. But it don't mean nothing if you're working for free or you're broke, <laughs> you right. know? Yeah. And so, you know, that leads me uh, to uh, my next. This is the biggest, I don't know, is it a myth? You tell me. Zero down payment. Everywhere I look, ads, zero down payment. You got bad credit? Your mama owes you money. Don't problem. Zero down payment. You know, you want, you want this truck? We'll give you four for free. Zero down payment. Tell me really what are people walking into when they hear this? And is it true to some extent? You know, if you have great credit or what have you, can you uh, elaborate on that? Uh, very, very unlikely to get financed for a semi truck with zero down. Um, <laughs> to the best of my knowledge. Yeah. I mean, you may be able to skate away with, um, only having to put like a first payment down or something like that. Um, there are a few programs available um, out there that claim to have zero down. Um, since the pandemic, a lot of those have been put on hold, um, you know, but in general, expect to come to the plate with uh, at least a couple grand down on, uh, on anything you're going to be financing, especially because you're going to have to pay for, you know, the fees, the reg, things like that, um, taxes, stuff like that. So, um, is it available? Yeah, people advertise it, but is it realistic? No, most of the time, not realistic. Okay, so and and I and I know that there's a couple of deals that have been done that I've seen where it's just one first month down payment is your mm -hmm. down payment or something like that, right? Right. So that's usually how it usually goes. So and for someone to get something like that, um, just know people, it's a scam, yo. If anyone yeah. is advertising for the most part that they could get you zero down payment without even looking at your credit or nothing and this and that, uh, you're going to get robbed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But to that point, um, if you have a fleet of trucks or something like that, um, I guess the zero down payment, you know, would be a little bit more applicable um, mm. because there are programs out there available for, for fleet drivers, um, you know, things like that, more established trucking companies. Um, that have already proven themselves to, you know, and have business credit that have trucks that have been financed in the past. Um, that goes a long way. Um, but generally speaking, especially if you're looking to purchase like your first truck, um, yeah, don't expect uh, zero down. I got um, you. I got yeah. you. You know, and and I'm telling you guys, you know, I'm sick of seeing that because I get subscribers uh, calling me all the time saying, hey, Alex, there's this company that's offering zero down and I only have six months experience. I'm like, <laughs> run away quick, right? <laughs> and so I know we talked about the guidelines with bad credit. And again, I do not recommend you buying a truck if you have bad credit. I am a truck driver before anything. Do not buy a truck unless you know you're going to be making that money, all right? And that truck is cheap. I'm talking, you know, $20,000 and you got the 50% down, you got the 10, right? Mm -hmm. And so I get a lot of this too. I get a lot of entrepreneurs that say, hey, Alex, I understand the lanes. I understand dispatching. I want to start my own company, you know? 
but I don't have a CDL. You know, can you finance a semi truck with no CDL? And have have you done that for any customers? We do have programs available. It's basically called an investor loan. Um, if you're looking to get started and you're purchasing your first truck without a CDL, um, your options are going to be very, very limited. Um, you are going to have to come to the table with most likely 40% down on a truck. Um, and if you're looking to finance like a Freightliner Cascadia or something that may not hold as much value, um, you know, there there's so many of those trucks available right now. Um, the finance company may not be too keen on financing it. Um, mm. actually just had this conversation with somebody earlier. Um, it's important to keep in mind, probably, you know, look at a truck over 60 K or more and assume a 40% down payment on that truck. Um, so you're looking on a 60 K truck, uh, coming to the table, probably with around 25 grand, um, and then being able to finance the rest. Um, to that point, Alex, there's a lot of folks out there that have uh, several trucks on the road and have earned the privilege as a non CDL driver, um, you know, to keep adding to their fleet. Um, and that is, uh, is viewed essentially with a lot of funding sources as uh, a, a business that's just uh, continuing to grow. Um, so assuming that their credit is in check, um, they have proof of their fleet and um, financially they're stable. Um, sometimes we look at bank statements, actually majority of the time we need bank statements, three months. Mm-hmm. Um, so somebody that's running four or five trucks on the road, looking to get a sixth, right? That's not a CDL driver. Um, right. We would be foolish not to give that person an opportunity to to purchase a, a sixth truck because um, they've demonstrated the ability to pay back those loans and they have you know plenty of cash in the bank to to afford that. Um, it's just a matter of getting the facility to to get another truck and to earn more hauls. So uh, yes, we absolutely do offer financing for non CDL drivers. Um, is it tougher? Absolutely. If you are out there and you're thinking about starting a trucking company without a CDL and you're looking to purchase your first truck. Definitely expect to pay a heavy down payment, um, you know, and I would suggest it may not hurt to, you know, to get that CDL, even if you don't have plans to um, to be driving all the time, because it can help you out with qualifying for other programs um, and will make things a little bit easier for you um, as your business grows. No, definitely. No, I appreciate that. And, you know, on yesterday's show, we were not bagging on leases because in a sense, I do lease onto North American van lines. But they have these mega carrier programs, and you probably know what I'm talking about. We're segueing to already, Bob. But these guys are paying a thousand to fifteen hundred a week on a truck. I'm sure you've had guys that are leasing these trucks from mega carriers, and mm-hmm. they're paying that kind of money, and they're getting screwed as heck. What can you do for them, if anything? Because when it comes down to it, they they feel stuck, right? Is there a certain amount of years they have to have that truck? And, you know, it doesn't matter what mega carry you guys go to. If you guys lease on with Swift, Knight, I mean, US Express, you're paying that 800 to to $1,000 a week, right? And so is there a time period that they can go if they do have a horrible rate for them to refinance? Can you let us know maybe some of these guys here, you know, right now we're so blessed. We have about 217 people watching us right now live. And from that, maybe a few of them are in this situation and I'm not bagging you because if you are making more money now than you were before, then you're winning. As long as you're elevating and you're doing better, you're winning. But that dang lease payment 
is killer, right? So mm-hmm. what's what's your opinion on that or what have you done for some customers? Yeah, great question, man. Um, actually, there's been a lot of scenarios where that's been the case, you know, um, where folks have a truck, they're leasing it right now, paying a weekly rate of something astronomical and they're looking to put more money in their pocket versus the people they're driving for, right? Um, right. So it's obviously, again, go back to the credit situation of the client and how long they've been driving. Um, for the folks that don't have uh, really strong credit at all, um, still, unfortunately, you're going to have to assume that that heavy down payment. However, uh, for the people out there that, you know, you've been into the lease, the first thing you want to do is look at the paperwork and find out what your buyout's going to be for the truck. What's that going to cost you? Right. Um, and then once you find out and Alex, we're on the same page, right? The assuming the guy the the driver wants to purchase the truck that they're leasing, right? Correct, correct. Yep. Okay. So assuming that's the case, um, number one, find out how much the truck is gonna be sold for, what you owe that leasing company to call it yours. Um, so you can clean your hands with their lease and get into something more manageable. Um, it's always important to know that figure. Um, and then from there we would need to know that dollar amount. Uh, the year, make, model, and mileage of the truck, and basically see what it would comp out at. Um, and then, depending on the credit situation, uh, we've had, you know, customers in the past um, that have gotten uh, out of their high lease into something much more manageable with a 10% down payment, um, and literally cut their payment in half or maybe even a third um, in in some instances. So it is available um, to reduce your lease payments. Um, and, you know, we're happy to kind of chat through those scenarios with you to see if it makes sense for you to do it now or or maybe down the road um, and oh. let you know what you need to do to, uh, you know, to get there and be in that position to, you know, to put more money in your pocket. So, no, I appreciate that. Uh, do you have any examples of people that had a $1,000 week payment and what you were able to do when you refinanced it, what their numbers kind of looked like after? Um, yeah, I, I, I do, actually. If you give me a second, uh, I may be able to pull that up. Yeah, let's get up some real numbers just to let people know because uh, I'm just sick of truck drivers getting screwed, man. I mean, seriously, we keep America freaking going, and the last thing that we think we have trust in a company, and then they say, "Yeah, you can lease with us, and don't worry, you know, we'll help, we'll help you get this truck." And then next thing you know, <laughs> they're they're drowning. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's convenient, right, to be able to lease onto a carrier because usually you don't have to bring much money to the table, and um, you're able to get your truck. And typically, from what I understand, I mean, you you would know better than me, Alex, but. Um, most of the time they're making more than what they would make as a company driver. Um, but they're still getting squeezed pretty tight. Um, so just to give an example on a, on a $50,000 truck, um, where the lease payment, I think was like six fifty a month or something like that. Um, so it's about $2,500, uh, per month. Um, when you add that up, um, let's see, I'm just going to run the numbers here with a 10% down payment on 50 K. Um, so $5,000 payment and let's say this truck is like a 17 or newer. We could probably get 48 months on it. Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> Want to know something funny, Alex? When I yep. was doing the calculation here, <laughs> this is a good example. Um, so on a 48 month term right uh I, I i made a screw up i put the 48 in the term in the uh, rate mo- in the rate section instead of the the term 
and the payment was still cheaper than what the lease would be for uh, for the full <laughs> month. <laughs> so uh, let me give you a little something, a little bit more realistic. Uh, Oh, shoot. Hold on. So for everyone that's jumping in right now, uh, we're here with the, the president of the funding booth and we're just here just to give you some information. So right now what we're doing is we're actually looking up real numbers for you. If you are in a lease situation where you are paying 800 to a thousand dollars a week, we're talking like a $3,500, $4,000 payment a month and you want to refinance that. And Real quick, what was the guideline to refinance? They have to wait six months a year to do so? Um, well, it depends on what the contract says that they're in with the leasing company. Um, you know, some leasing companies offer you to get out at any time. Some of them have a certain amount of months you need to be in on the truck. Um, so the first thing to do if you're in that situation is find out what the dollar amount is to get out of that truck and, um, and get out of the lease into something more manageable. Um, so you'd have to check with the contract to see what that looks like. Um, but we're more than happy to look at the contract too, and see if we can provide any insight. Um, we've done that in the past too. Um, you know, by all means. So, um, I was using an example, Alex of, uh, of, of 50,000. Um, but we, uh, we recently had a deal where the customer was paying, um, I think it was closer to 800 a week. Um, but the truck was 65 grand. So we'll use that as an example. Um, 800 a week times four weeks in a month, that's 3,200, right? Right. Um, let's say we were to finance that with uh, 10% down, which would be 6,500 bucks. Um, that customer's payment would literally probably get cut in half to right around 1,600 bucks a month. Um, Are you serious? Yeah. So, Dude, that's uh, crazy. You know, it, and listen, I don't want to promise this is available to everybody. Um, but at the same time, um, this to give you guys an example and an idea um these numbers are being ran assuming somebody has three years or more of a cdl experience um somebody has an average of uh eight to ten thousand dollars at all times as a reserve in their bank account um and it's somebody that has a 650 or better credit score um, so if you have those three things and you know you have 10 percent down and you're in a situation where you're leasing the truck right now um you know this could be a better uh, option for you and uh, understand some of these contracts, Alex, they will be structured as lease agreements also. Um, but these lease agreements come as uh, much different than what, what the other ones may be because they offer much, much better rates, um, you know, cost of funds, so on and so forth. And the buyouts at the end are typically a dollar buyout. Um, so it's just more so um, the nature of the contract and the way it's written um, versus, you know, a head lease with a huge buyout at the end of the day. Man, that's that's legit, though, you know, and so, I, you know, thank you for that. I, I get a lot of questions on this and I wanted to get into this before we get into uh, some uh, Q&A's. And then if people want to do uh, actually some free consultation, uh, Bob, the president of the funding booth is right here on his computer right now. He can literally look up and throw in some numbers so that you don't have to call bake and wait two hours for a bank just to tell you that they're not going to help you, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so um, here's the big one for people right here. What if my truck breaks down any options? Because as a truck driver myself, uh, sometimes we run to issues and I want to tell you mother truckers in here and thank you so much. I think we have over 261 people in this live. Thank you so much for being in here. I am so appreciative of you guys. You know, I, I still remember back then, Bob, uh, probably my first couple lives 
my mom and Jenna were in there and I was excited and I didn't understand. I was like, there's four people in there, but why aren't the other two commenting? Well, it was me on my cell phone and me on my computer. That was the other two people. So thank you so much for just joining. And if you're new here, uh, consider subscribing. We're going to do more things like this, get more people on that just want to give you valuable information. You know, that's what this whole channel is about. But as a truck driver about three years ago, my I cracked the head on my engine and I was in the red about $22,000, you know, and at the time I didn't have the money and I was looking for a loan and I was looking for gangsters, loan sharks, anyone that would just let me borrow some money so I could keep on going. Um, is there any options for them at this point if they have a major breakdown? Um, yeah, there are options available. Um, there are options for all types of credits and situations also. Um, we do offer working capital loans, which is essentially a cash advance loan to, uh, you know, which is deposited into the bank account of the borrower. And then it's paid back anywhere over uh, weekly, monthly, or um, or daily payments. Now, it's not something that we push too hard or, um, quite frankly, I suggest people do. Um, but if you are in a bind and you need cash to get back on the road, um, it certainly is an option um, to give everybody that's listening and watching um, a little insight to qualify for stuff like that. Um, you can typically qualify for up to 100% of your average monthly revenue over the last three months. So let's say if you're making 20 grand a month, assume you may be able to get a $20,000 cash advance. There's other um, requirements like uh, minimum deposit requirements per month that you need to meet. Um, and there's also different working capital programs that may be available if you have stronger credit. Um, you know, there are unsecured uh, credit card programs that we offer with uh, introductory uh, APR, 0%, things like that. Um, so to answer your question, Alex, there are absolutely options available. Um, and if anybody is ever in those situations, um, we're more than happy to kind of listen and learn about the specific situation. Um, to see what option may be the best fit. Um, and ultimately, for everybody listening, that's kind of the name of the game is, um, you know, there's really no cookie cutter financing when it comes to truck financing. So everybody's different. Everybody's situation is different. Um, you know, backgrounds are different. Um, CDL experience is different. Um, so we would like to listen and learn what your situation is and, and try to match you up with the best um, the best fit that we can to get you the best deal. Um, and that's the same case on the working capital side. And um, we don't push it too hard because I think on the working cap side, um, a lot of uh, a lot of folks don't understand how to manage those funds. And um, if if you're given fifty thousand dollars in an advance and it's it's not used properly, um, they are higher interest loans. So you're going to end up losing money on the investment versus, um, you know, making money off of it, so to speak. No, that's legit, bro. And, you know, I, I really appreciate you for that, you know. And and so it's just one of those things, people. Financing a semi-truck, it, it needs to be right for you. You know what I'm saying? It really does. You know, Bob and I get people that call us all the time that say, hey, I want to buy a truck. What lanes are you going to run? What's that? Where are you going to work? I'm not quite sure. I'm just going to do the spot market. What are you going to do in the spot market? I'm not quite sure. You know, 
you need to really have control of what you're doing. And the only reason you're buying a truck is because it's just going to push you to make more money. If you find yourself losing money, because this is the way the world works. The harder people work, the less money they actually make. The way the world actually works is the more you own a percentage, the more money you make. So if you're a lease operator and you find yourself still profitable, I don't know how the hell you're doing it, but you find yourself still. And I'm talking about the guys that are leasing on with mega carriers and such where they're paying the thousand dollars a week. And, you know, and I don't know how they're making it, but if you're making that work, you need to take more control back in your life. And it's time to buy a truck, you know, for the 273 people that are in here right now, there are some of you that have been truck drivers for longer than I've had my CDL. And there's no disrespect to anybody, but pulling that trigger to get to the next level is extremely scary, extremely scary. Doing something different is always scary, but I want you to know that this is the information for you. If you find yourself at a trucking company for five, six years, you know how to drive a damn truck. You know it like the back of your hand. You got to, you got to make the next move, man. But for the ones that are watching this and they have th six months experience and you just want some titles, uh, a, a business to call your own, it might not be time. And I'm not saying you can't make it work, but it's just the truth, right? So, you know, hopefully you guys are getting some value from this training. And so what I want to do at this point is let's do a quick recap of um, what are the some of the things, Bob, that will kill a deal so that the people that can take notes right now, they can keep a mental note of that. Yeah, so um, the three big deal killers um, – for everybody out there is going to be anything in terms of credit. So uh, unpaid child support, um, any uh, past auto repossessions or auto charge offs that just haven't been, you know, paid attention to at all. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we'll have to do some explaining for that. And then uh, open bankruptcies. If, if you have a current open bankruptcy, you're currently going through bankruptcy. Um, you know, they want you to take care of that stuff before you take on any more debt. Um, so those are the three major um, you know, kisses of death, I call them, um, <laughs> you know, when it comes to, uh, when it comes to financing a truck. Um, and then of course, if you have poor credit and no cash down, um, you know, you don't have the, the 30 to 50% down that you need. Um, you're going to have challenges with getting approved. Um, you know, so, uh, those are probably the, the most important things to keep in mind. So, okay. And then another thing, let's talk about year of the truck and mileage. Uh, we didn't get a good recap of that, but let's let people know if you are going to do financing, what's a certain year to look for and miles to look for so you could get the best rate. Definitely. So um, if you're one of the people out there that don't have great credit and you're purchasing your first truck, um, you're going to want to look for a truck that's, you know, six years old or newer. So um, stay above a 2014 model year right now and mm -hmm. under 700,000 miles, okay? Um, you know, to that point, if you have better credit, um, and better credit, I would say a 675 or better, you may be a homeowner, um, even if you're not a homeowner, but you have, uh, you know, 10K or more in your bank account. Um, there are a couple programs available where there's uh, technically no age restrictions. 
um, but there are mileage caps. So uh, generally speaking, you want to stay under a, a million miles um, for those particular programs, but you have to have stronger credit as well. So keep that in mind. So there's kind of two buckets. One, not so great credit, um, keep it above a 2014 or newer with less than 700,000. And if you have a 650 or better, um, we may have an opportunity to help you out with no age restrictions. So if you're one of the ones looking at like a classic PED or KW, um, we, we can look at those deals as well um, without any restrictions, just under a million miles. Um, and we will do rebuilds as well. So um, if we have rebuilt, um, if there's, you know, rebuilt engines, um, the main thing to keep in mind with rebuilds is making sure we have all the paperwork necessary um, to show that, you know, it was rebuilt. Um, and assuming we have the paperwork, um, we're good with financing those as well. Legit, legit, brother. You know, I appreciate you for that. So, you know, let's open this up. You want to do the uh, uh, the free consultations first, if anyone wants to do that. Uh, if you're joining right now, you know, the 266 people or what have you that are in this live at the moment, you know, if you want a free consultation and you're thinking about uh, buying your first semi-truck, Bob has his computer open now. He's licensed. He's ready to go. He can help you give you a rate. If you want to just give a ballpark, you don't have to if you don't want to. But, you know, if you don't mind getting a little personal and at least letting us know how many years experience you have and your credit, we can kind of work with that. Right, Bob? What else would they need for a free consultation right now? Uh, I would say. I think Bob just got a phone call. <laughs> give me one second, guys. He'll be right back. All right. You probably got about 30 phone calls this whole time. Am I right? <laughs> no, it's been, uh, I have my do not disturb on, um, but uh, we are getting some inquiries here. Can you guys see me again? Uh, no, I cannot see you. Uh, I, okay. I, I am putting the com down for people so that they can uh, reach out after if they like. But again, okay. All this is uh, uh, free for you guys. If you guys uh, aren't ready to put in an application, things like that, we don't care. We're not here for that. We just want to get your questions answered so that you know what you're getting yourself into. You know, And, and that's right. the big part of that. Uh, I don't see you quite yet, but I'm sure you're on the phone doing something, correct? No, I can hear you. If you can, can you hear me? I can hear you, but I can't see you, brother. I, people want to see that pretty yeah, face. Yeah, I'm not sure. I I can't blame him, man. I just don't know where it went. Um, <laughs> let's see. Give me one second, guys, and we'll go into Q&As, and we'll go into uh, some free consultation for you guys uh, right now. But, yeah, what may be uh, – it may be a little bit better, Alex, if we take a couple um, dollar figures. Um, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. And what I can do is let me remove you from the live, and why don't you try and jump back on? Okay, I can do that. You know, I appreciate you guys so much, Mother Truckers. I mean, thank you so much for jumping in this live. Uh, hopefully, you guys are getting some value from this. Um, it's been a dream of mine to even be able to do something like this and to be able to help you guys in any way possible. So, uh, you know... We'll put some figures together and you guys can jump on and ask your questions and we'll see where it's at and hopefully you can help. So 
Let me see. Let's do a couple right here. Yeah, I see. I see your pretty face. Uh, Let me go down this list. I saw one that just popped up uh, from Doug uh, uh, Greason. I don't know if it's going to pop up here quite yet, but it says Florida Dreamer. In I'm almost ready. Six seventy credit. Hit me up when you have time. I have two years experience. So. So two years experience, kind of you're right in the you're at a crossroads. Am I back here? Yeah, you are. Okay, cool. Sorry about that. Um, next one we'll have to do on the uh, on the computer. But um, so <clears throat> essentially, with two years and a six seventy credit, um, we can talk more offline. I'm happy to discuss this further with you. Um, but just to give you a little insight, you're probably going to fall within that uh, heavier down payment range, um, which you know may still make sense for you, depending on um, what you're going to be looking to bring in each month. Um, but if you were a homeowner, there may be an option to get you done um, with a little bit less down than 35, 40%. Um, but until you hit that three-year mark, once you hit that three-year mark with a 670 credit, um, you may have an option for 10% down um, in terms of the financing over 48 to 60 months. Um, and just to give you an idea on something like that, on a, on a $50,000 truck um, with a 10% down, that's $5,000. Uh, and let's assume let's assume the truck's a couple years old, right? Um, so maybe we'll get a 48-month term on it. With five grand down, you're probably looking at a monthly payment on 48 months. Yeah, somewhere around uh, 1250 to 1300 bucks a month. Hey, um, legit. So r- real quick, not to cut you off, Bob. It's more, even though he has a 670 score or what have you, it's more, it's better if you have three years experience versus your credit score at that point. Is that correct? Correct. Or um, we could work if, if that, uh, if that customer has a 700 or better in a homeowner, um, we may have an option right now for them um, with, uh, with 20% down. So that'd be about 10 grand down um, in the payment on something like that. Yeah, what would it be if he had the the seven hundred credit? Just so he yeah. knows. Yeah, you yeah, assuming he's a homeowner, probably a little closer to right around a thousand bucks a month. Um, so I mean, as you guys can see, there's not a huge difference, right? Um, you know, a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, that's a difference, um, but it's not astronomical relative to what you can make. Um, you know, each month with with one rig on the road. Gotcha. Gotcha. So we got another one. Thank you so much, sir, uh, for doing that. We got a Michael uh, Villa here or via four years of experience with 750 credit score. And the price is around 170 K. Is it possible to get a truck like this as my first truck, but obviously with a good down, how much down does my down need? That's a good question. 750 credit price is 170 K. How much down does my down need? Um, Michael, I don't know if you can respond quick enough or not, but um, are you a homeowner? Let's do the quick. Uh, um, just say he's a, he's not a homeowner and he is a homeowner. Okay. Yeah. Good call. Um, so 170. This is his first truck, right? Yes, it is. All right. 
So 20% down on that would be 34 grand. Brand new, I'm assuming that that month, we may be able to go out 72 months on, on something brand new. Um, so let me give you an idea there. So something like that, Michael, on 170,000, assuming a 20% down payment, which is about 34,000, um, you're probably looking at something in the realm of uh, 2,600 to 2,700 bucks per month over a 72 month term. Legit, legit. So there you go, guys. If you guys, and here's the thing, all this is free, but if you want to get into more personal information, uh, you can reach out to Bob at the funding booth.com. I could put his information there and all this stuff that he's going to help you with is just going to be straight up free guys. Like we're not here to charge you on anything. You know what I mean? Uh, but if you don't want to get too personal with, you know, 290, 300 people in here, I understand that a thousand percent. Right. Um, El, El Tiger says, I own a home, but I don't have credit or down. Okay. What would you recommend for a person in this situation um, where he, now, when you say, El Tiger, that you don't have credit, what do you mean? Because I'm sure you had credit when you bought your home, or do you mean at the point where right now it's not where you'd like it to be? You know, what, what do you think he's saying with that, Bob? Um, if uh, if we read into it a little bit, I would say if he doesn't have any credit at all, maybe he you know paid cash for the home or it was you know maybe inherited or something like that. Um, so it's you know we have seen where customers have uh, owned homes. Uh, or have home ownership and don't have any credit score. Uh, it's unusual, but it, ha it has happened before. Um, there are options available, um, but it doesn't necessarily really fit the bucket for a very competitive financing option. Um, honestly, uh, we're probably still looking at a pretty heavy down payment for somebody like that, just because there's no credit to go off of, um, you know, and the funding sources, um, they all have, he no, says six hundred. Actually, I apologize. Oh, okay. 600? He does. He he just does say six hundred. Okay, uh, six hundred. Yeah. So you're still probably looking at uh, 35, 40 percent down um, for a down payment. Um, but one thing I want to highlight, guys, is uh, one thing we do a lot is through you know if a customer gives us a call, we have a conversation, they fill out an application, um, we look at the credit and have a conversation with you. So. Um, you know, a lot of you may have 620s or 600 credits, um, but there may be a couple things that you could tweak. And, and by no means am I a credit counselor or, or do I repair credits by any means. Um, but I know enough to be, you know, be able to tell you, hey, if you um, if you pay this down or if you take care of this or, you know, um, one of your credit cards is a little bit high, that may help out. Um, we can we can give you these pointers and, and give you this advice to try to get you to that 650 credit line um, so you can get that better financing than what you may have available to you now based upon your current situation. So um, right now with a 600 credit, yeah, you're probably looking at 35, 40% down. Um, but if you wanted to fill out an app, we could take a look and see if there's something we could do to help you um, get your credit a little bit better um, so you can reach uh, a better program. Okay. No, thank you for that, Bob. So this might be the same as far as the rate, but a lot of people are in this uh, situation. Thank you for the question, Preacher. So what about the people with bad credit, little money, but maybe 10K to put down? So if you got 10K to put down, how much of a truck can you buy at this moment? 
So you're probably looking at around 25,000, assuming a $40,000 down payment. Um, you know, if you can spend 25 grand, um, to give you an idea, preacher, what a payment on something like that may look like. If you give me a second, I could plug that in for us. Um, 25,000 with 10 G's down. Um, preacher, sure you're probably looking at something like a 30 or 36 month term, probably a shorter term for you. Um, but it would still probably make sense relative to what you could bring in. Um, so on a 30 month term with 10 grand down on 25,000, um, you're looking at about 880 a month, um, you know, in between 880 and a thousand bucks or excuse me, 880 and, um, and 900 bucks a month. Um, you know, so that's, uh, that's not too bad considering what you can make, um, every month with that truck. Hell yeah. No, that's, that's a good one, you know? And so let's see right here. Uh, thank you so much, Chris Hughes, for asking your questions. Uh, shout out to you. 10 plus years experience, 650 credit score, $35,000 truck. Um, I know you're going to ask if he's a homeowner or not, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it, it's all right. We, uh, with that experience, 10 years, CDL. Um, CDL experience is important, guys. The magic number really is three years or more. Um, it's, you know, we have programs for less than three years. So, uh, Chris, the fact that you have 10 years is, um, that's spectacular, man. Um, you're probably looking at with a 650 credit, um, maybe 10% down, maybe even less than that. Um, just to give you an idea, uh, let's say 3,500 bucks down. Um, and 3,500, 30,000, let's say, 35 grand. I'm, I'm guessing that's probably like a four or five year old truck for 35 grand. No. Um, yep. So let's say 48 months, right? So Chris, uh, let's assume you came to the table with, uh, with 10% down, your payment would probably be around eight seventy five a month for 48 months. Um, it, we may have an option for you, Chris, because of your experience as an owner operator and where your credit is, um, to potentially do it with just like a payment in advance or something like that. Um, and if that was the case, you'd probably be looking at payments closer to a thousand bucks a month, um, with a little bit less out of pocket. That's legit, man. No, thank you so much. Uh, uh, Chris Hughes for that. Um, Jersey trucker says, Bob, are you guys able to do private sales now or just dealer still? So he must, he must know a little bit about the game <laughs> to be asking that question. Right. Um, it, there are a couple funders out there that are doing private party stuff right now for us. Um, so it's kind of on a case by case situation. Um, I guess what you could do, Jersey Trucker, if you wanted to give us a shout um, after the, the call, um, we're happy to kind of learn a little bit more specifically about your situation. And if um, one of the funding sources we're partnered with um, would be a fit based upon your credit situation and what you're looking to purchase, I'm more than happy to have that discussion with you. Um, but yes, it is available. Um, but Jersey Trucker, it is still a little bit more of a challenge than it was certainly before the, the pandemic. No legit. No legit. Yeah. So. No, thank you so much for that. Um, we're going to uh, keep it open uh, just for, uh, I will say, five more minutes. And if you guys have any uh, questions at all, we can do that for you. Uh, Chris Hughes actually says he's looking for a pre-emissions truck. Oh, so, okay, nice. so with his 10-year experience, uh, that's definitely something that you can do to help him. 
For sure, Chris. Yeah, that program um, that I have in mind for you with the 650 credit, 10 years CDL experience, um, all I would need from you would be the truck listing, a completed application, and three months of your bank statements. Um, once we had those three things, uh, we can work on getting that put together for you. Um, yeah, pre-emission. So you're probably looking at like a, cat, uh, a Kenworth or like a Pete or something like that, I'm assuming. Um, so those are good trucks, man. Um, we're happy to still finance those. Um, again, don't really have any age restrictions, more so mileage restrictions. So um, it, we want to keep it under under a, a million miles. And if there was a rebuild, we just need that rebuild paperwork. No, legit, legit. Now, here's a fun one for you. Help Canadians. Do you have anything <laughs> against – I love Ryan Reynolds. That's probably the worst thing to say. That's like saying, oh, you love Asian people? Yeah, I love Panda Express, right? <laughs> but I do love Ryan Reynolds, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, honestly, uh, Canadians, uh, I I don't have a 100% answer for that. Um, I, right off the cuff, I would say no, we don't really do any financing specifically for owner operators in Canada. Um, I do have a couple outlets available if you're more of a fleet um, you know, operator and you have multiple trucks on the road, then yes, we can look into deals in Canada for you. Right. Are the rates pretty much the same, though? Like, uh, you know, if we can't help out uh, uh, Dragon Kin ourselves, Bob, will the rates pretty much be the same when you talk about these guidelines for him as well? Um, I, I really don't know what the Canadian lending model looks like for trucks and trailers. Uh, I can speak to heavy equipment in general. And I know that in Canada, from what I understand, uh, it is a bit more restrictive when it comes to rates and stuff like that. Um, so there may be uh, more reasonable rates available in Canada than there are uh, here in, in the States. Um, but that's as far as I would go with that answer. I'm not really 100% too sure about that. No, that's legit. That's legit. And so, no, thank you for that. So I'm sorry, Dragon Kin. It sounds like we can't help you exactly. But, you know, <laughs> if you want to move to the United States, we can, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, Romy Rom says, 25 years experience, 785 credit, 3,000 down. Uh, what are we looking at to help out our man here with this beautiful Harley or what have you in that? Uh, it would depend on how much we're financing. Um 25 years of experience. That's, that's great. 685. That's, you know, that's right where it needs to be. Um, it would just depend on what the, uh, what the dollar amount um, would be. And I could kind of give you an idea. Um, if yes, Rami, if you can put down a price point uh, of a truck that you're looking for now, just to let everybody know here. Um, one thing that I've learned about financing is when you're thinking about buying a semi truck, make sure you actually find the actual semi truck that you're looking at to purchase because a lot of times I'll get a lot of subscribers that want to buy a semi truck and they'll say, Hey, I want to buy a semi truck. That's around 40,000. What can you do for me? Well, remember the year matters, how many miles matters. And some of that pertains to what your credit is and what's going on there. But I'm just letting everybody know, when you're going to a finance company or a dealer and you want to find out what you can approve for, the banks actually need to know what specific equipment, correct, Bob? Yeah. Yep. One of the most important things is to know, like have a truck picked out. Um, like if you guys want to, you know, get numbers from, from us, um, we're happy to do so. Um, but we're always going to tell you, we need to have um, some type of truck picked out. We need the specs, either the listing online or um, like a spec sheet or something like that. It's important to have because we need to know what the truck is worth in order for us to put our loan to value on it, so, so on and so forth. 
Um, no legit. And, Rami uh, says uh, uh, forty thousand dollars. So twenty five years of experience, six eighty five, three thousand down, uh, forty thousand uh, dollars. What grand. kind of rate are we looking at? Okay, uh, let's see, Rami. Let's see. Thirty. What do you say? Thirty five hundred down. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to say it's a 48 month term. So 48 month term. Mm-hmm. Payment on something like that with uh, 3,500 down, probably looking at anywhere from, and I'm giving you ranges here, um, anywhere from nine thirty to like a little over a thousand bucks a month on 48 months. And that's with thirty five or three thousand down or somewhere around there, right? Yeah, that's with thirty five hundred down on forty thousand dollars worth of truck. Um, but with that type of experience and driving history, um, we may be able to get by with uh, just a payment down in advance. Um, so, you know, because of the you know the longevity of the CDL. Gotcha, gotcha. So you're in the money right there, brother. Um, there let's see, let's see what some people are saying. I like these. Just purchased a Freightliner for thirty-one thousand to uh, two thousand fifteen, five hundred thousand miles at an auction. You know, I can speak on this a little bit. First off, super congratulations. Second, I talk to a lot of dealers, right? And there are a lot of rules now. Like just in Texas, they recently made a new law saying that you can't sell commercial equipment that's not DOT ready. So that's brand new, hmm. right? Now, guess what happens? And Super, I hope you got a beautiful truck. I hope this truck runs great for the bang for the money, and it sounds like you got a great deal. But just know that if a dealer has a junky-ass truck, they will take it to the auction to sell it because they don't have to have it DOT ready. There's no rules about auction. You know, you look at it online. You go around. You look at it. If you have a jump there, you could jump the truck. But if it doesn't start, that's on it. And then you pay your cash. You know nothing about the history of the truck or anything like that. Now, if you know how to work on trucks, you understand trucks, shoot. Go to the damn auction and get a great deal. Hell yeah. I'm all about it. But just letting people know that from a dealer's perspective, I've seen dealers do that. Where they have junk trucks that they just can't sell at at a retail level. So they'll take it to the auction. So just due diligence, people. That's all I'm saying. Make sure you know what you're getting. You know, if you're a mechanic, you know what you're working on. It might be the right move. And I, you know what? Super sounds like he got a great deal. 500,000 miles. Beautiful. The price, beautiful. So congratulations there. Um, let's see. Oh, here's a good one for you. Um, Derek Green says, are there any military uh, veterans programs with eight years of experience? Um, Derek, well, first and foremost, we certainly for absolutely appreciate your service to the country, man. We really do truly appreciate yeah. that. Um, you know, first and foremost, man, thank you. Um, and, uh, I mean, I'm happy to discuss what options may be available to you to be candid. Uh, Derek, there's really no, uh, to my knowledge, there's not any like, uh, special programs or something like that for veterans, um, you know, but it, it, you know, there's a certain level of character and such that is reviewed with every credit application. Um, so, you know, when, when we do work with vets, um, you know, 
I, I don't want to say there's special treatment or anything like that because there 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 isn't unfortunately um, a, a particular program for you, so to speak. Um, but if you have that type of experience, um, eight years um, with you know with the service, um, then that does translate pretty well with underwriting, um, and it certainly looks great that you served our country. Um, and we do appreciate that. So um, in terms of special programs for you, unfortunately, there's nothing I can tell you um, that's different than what we've been discussing on the call. Um, but we're happy to discuss things with you, um, you know, on a more personal level and, and see what you have going on and to learn more about it and see if we can help. Legit, legit. No, thank you, brother. I appreciate you, man. You know, um, who else do we got here? We got a good one up here as well. Let me go up real quick and. Let me see what we have. We want to get to everybody that we can to today. Uh, Gray one says possible eighty to one hundred and twenty k truck, no payment history. Uh, um, let me see, uh, no credit, uh, two years experience, forty k down. Can you help? So he got some money down. <laughs> he got some yeah, money I- down, but he's at that two years experience. Is it going to help if he waits that extra year, or because you said three years is important? Yeah, no, it is. Uh, but, uh, you know, you've got plenty of cash to play with. I think that uh, you would be a fit for one of the programs we uh, we offer. Um, on a, Let's say on 100K, you're looking for 40K down. Um, so that's something you'd be looking at there. Um, what we would need to get you done would be, um, you know, copy of your bank statement, an application, and the truck listing. Um, once we had that, we could get you approved um, with terms. Um, and that program does offer no prepayment penalty also. So um, pretty competitive there. Legit. There it mm-hmm. is. Um, let's see what we got here. One year experience, 40K down, need an 80K truck, had uh, my CDL for five years. Yeah. I mean, uh, assuming there's uh, no uh, no credit uh, kiss of deaths, right? The, um, the open BK or um, the open bankruptcy, your uh overdue child support or any auto repossessions we should be able to take care of you with uh with 40 percent down regardless of your credit situation um maybe even a little bit less down depending on um the truck and what it comps out at legit no um and for that we would just need again um application um three months bank statements and um uh truck listing and guys and gals if if you know just to on the bank statements um in general um, cause some people ask like, you know, I'm just getting started. Uh, I don't have bank statements available. Um, it's important to show bank statements to the bank, even if it's personal bank statements, a savings account or something, because, um, they want to have the comfort level that God forbid, you're not on the road, um, every single day and making money. Um, if your truck is in for repair, that they have the peace of mind that you have a couple bucks in your savings account, um, to basically afford a payment or two, uh, God forbid you were off the road for a certain amount of time. Um, so that's one of the big reasons for bank statements. So, um, if it's us requesting them or somebody else, um, you know, I always recommend, sending in the bank statements that have uh, the most, uh, you know, the most money in them. Um, and if that's a couple different accounts, um, you know, take the time and put those together and send them off to the finance company because it could go a long way for you. Well, legit, legit. No, I appreciate that. Um, let's see. And there we go. Preacher is showing some love, dropping some jewels, <laughs> people, you know, so we're going to do a lot more of this, but what we'll do is instead of just going through, because today's the first day of our training course, we just want to give you guys uh, some options and understand a little bit more about financing. But as time goes on, what we'll do is we'll try and get Bob in here again, and we'll just do straight up reviews for people and so that you know what you're getting into. 
And we could do that because everyone's situation maybe changes every month. So maybe once a month we could do a review like something if you have free time, Bob, because I know your phone's always blowing up, brother. Yeah, no, no sweat. Um, listen, we're here to help out. Um, that's that's what we do. We offer truck and trailer financing, also equipment financing. But um, if anybody has questions or if you want to run by scenarios like we're doing in the chats now, um, you know, I'm sure, Alex, you can post like uh, our contact info. Um, right. Feel free to email us. Um, we're not going to respond right away, um, obviously, because we have a lot of uh, customers that we work with. But usually within, you know, the same day or definitely the next day, uh, we'll get to you and um, we'll give you the time that we give everybody else to make sure you're being taken care of just like everybody else. We don't want to just rush through um, and, you know, give you mumble jumble. We try to take a look at what you have going on and, and give you an honest um, answer as to what we can do to help. Um, so if you wanted to email uh, myself or Alex, um, Alex can put my email in there. Um, yeah, if you yeah. guys want to just give me, you know, the, really the, the most important things to know are uh, what truck you're purchasing, how much it costs, the year make mileage, how long you've had your CDL, whether or not you're a homeowner, how much you have to put down, and your approximate credit score. Um, if you're able to give me those five points in an email, um, I'm able to reply pretty quickly with uh, what we may be looking at in terms of financing options for you. And then from there, it can be up to you if you'd like to fill out an application and uh, send the rest of the items we would need to get you done. Um, but yeah. you know, everybody out there, we're, uh, we're more than happy to have that conversation with you. And, you know, and I'm telling you guys, if you guys are in a weird, goofy situation now with a dealership you don't trust, I don't me and Bob don't care. We will walk you through this to make sure you get a good deal. You know, if you've had your credit pulled a thousand times already and you're like, you know what? I'm working with this dealership. I'm working with this finance company. I don't want to use you, Bob. That's fine. Call us as a resource, man. Because at the end of the day, we just don't want you to get screwed. <laughs> That's pretty much it, you know? And so, you know, I, I really thank you for that, Bob, because a lot of people wouldn't do that. A lot of people would say, hey, if I'm not going to make... If I'm not going to benefit or not make any money from this customer, I'm not going to help them. Right. Yeah. And you know, what's funny, Alex, is sometimes I'll have a conversation with a customer um, that'll, you know, call in from one of the videos you and I done. And, um, you know, I tell them, hey, see what the dealer has first to offer. And then they turn out that they, they're working with a dealer that we've done business with. And then the dealer sends them to us. So it kind of just shows <laughs> up the whole, the whole thing. It goes full circle a lot of times. Um, yeah, you know, but yeah, I mean, uh, we're happy to help whenever we can for sure. And, um, you know, we're, we're not going to pressure you into doing anything. Um, we certainly want you to purchase, uh, and, and finance with us, but, um, if now's not the time and you're just uh, curious as to what's available, I'm um, more than happy to have that conversation with you. Um, and hope that when the time comes, you're, you know, we're the first per person that you call. No, legit, legit. So we'll do a couple more and then we'll end this, uh, uh, this little training, you know, uh, Definitely. let's see what we got here. Uh, Kjust says two and a half years experience, eight hundred score homeowner. Um, he didn't put what year truck, but we could say average of average truck of you know fifty thousand dollars, right? Mm -hmm. uh, with the two and a half years, see, I'm learning as we're going too. Yeah. Uh, does um, being okay? Does being a homeowner give you a little bit more points, even though he's not at the three years experience? Yeah, so because he's a homeowner and it's an 800 credit score, um, we do have a program available where there's going to be, um, realistically, this program, Alex, um, there would be no money down required. Um, really? So just to give you an idea, yeah, the payment starts uh, 60 days from funding too, so it's pretty competitive in that sense. Um, so on a 40K truck, um, 
let's say over 48 months because we don't really know what the term is just yet right or what right. the year of the truck is um let's see so without any money down you're probably looking at a payment around a thousand bucks a month um, in between that and um uh sorry it's just calculating really quick here let's see now do your thing in between it yeah. yeah in between a thousand and eleven hundred a month um on a on a 48 month term so um to uh to kjaw's you know question and point uh to be candid with you kjaw you may be able to get a, a little bit more competitive of an interest rate if you were to walk into your local credit union Okay, and you may think I'm crazy for telling you this. Are you but, throwing business away right now, Bob? Are you throwing uh, business away? <laughs> but your credit union may want 20% down. So if you don't want to put 20% down, you want to pay a couple extra points in a, you know, in interest, it probably won't make a huge difference. Um, we could probably get you done with your uh, with your situation with no money down. Um, first payment 60 days out. Um, and a credit union uh, rate may, be, may only be a few a few bucks cheaper per month. Mm -hmm. um to give you an idea of what that may look like yeah you're still probably in between 900 to a thousand bucks a month um and this particular program has no prepayment penalty either so you're able to uh, pay it off at any time um you know principal only so um you know there's uh some positives to this program for sure that's legit and so bob's already turning uh business away uh, uh keja uh if you got the 20 percent down go to your credit union save some extra money if you don't then bob could pretty much match that so let's see here thank you so much keja for that uh nestor rodriguez says 2016 mac pinnacle fifty six thousand dollars is the price One hundred sixty eight thousand miles 640 credit score no homeowner two years experience five thousand down estimate payment for 48 months man he's that's all right nestor now we're talking brother Here now we we're <laughs> all right let's see um no home two years experience 56k 5k down nestor one of the things we may have a challenge with and um we may want to <clears throat> talk offline um, but if we could work on getting your credit a little bit uh, better than where it is right now in terms of your credit score, um, I may have options for you that wouldn't require such a, a heavier down payment. Um, let's see. Actually, this is a is this a dump truck, right? Uh, Pinnacle. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so yeah, with it being a dump truck, the requirements are going to be different than over the road. So we actually have uh, a lot more options available than a typical over the road truck for you. Um, so I can definitely give you a range as to what you'd be looking at um, on a dump truck with a 640 credit uh, in two years in business. Um, just give me a second here. Oh, legit. And while you're doing that, shout out to Dirty Broke for moderating this uh, with, uh, you know, over 236 here at once. If you guys do not know, uh, Dirty Broke is a beautiful person. He's a truck driver himself. He has a YouTube channel. If you guys can for me, please subscribe to Dirty Broke. Uh, without him and guys like Cash is King helping me moderate and keeping the negativity out, uh, we couldn't have a beautiful channel like this. So thank you so much, Dirty Broke. And if anyone sees uh, uh, Dirty Broke's channel, please subscribe to him and say that the Asia My Show sent you. So thank you again. Uh, and Nestor, um, you're probably looking at anywhere from uh, 
1200 to um, just going to give you a range here. Um, 1200 to 1500 a month. I know it's a big range, um, but I don't want to shoot myself in the foot either. So um, to give you an idea, that's probably what you're looking at. Um, 1200 bucks a month would be the, uh, the best in terms of that with, uh, with five grand down, but I'm happy to, uh, to talk offline with the Nestor and uh, discuss this further. Um, again, if, you, if anybody wants to fill out an application or just give us a call, um, we do a soft inquiry in-house. So you're not going to have a credit inquiry on your credit report uh, by filling out an application with us. Um, but in the spirit of full disclosure, um, one of our funding sources may end up pulling your credit and you may have a hard inquiry. Um, it's just a matter of, um, you know, what, uh, what program you qualify for. Right. And okay. So let's, let's push back a little bit on that, Bob. Um, if they do a soft inquiry and, and, and they don't want a hard pool, but they want some information before that hard pool happens, where you send it off to a, a, a bank that does a hard pool, you know, can you, uh, will you let my subscribers know at that instant that, Hey, we have a program that might fit for you but they are going to do a hard pull? Yeah. So typically uh, what happens when an application comes in is um, we take a look at the application and then we like to have a conversation with the client. Um, and yeah, absolutely. can let you know at that time, Hey um, yeah, we're going to pull your credit. It's going to be a hard inquiry. Um, so that way you're prepared for that. Um, but generally speaking, once you fill out an application with us, um, there is still another layer of, uh, of documents that we're probably going to request from you, whether that just be three months bank statements or a truck uh, quote or listing or spec sheet or, you know, just some general questions like how long have you had your CDL? Are you a homeowner? That type of stuff. Um, so we're making sure we're getting you qualified for the best program. Um, so, uh, yeah. In, in short, Alex, we'll absolutely let them know uh, that an inquiry is going to be coming up. No, legit. And since Nestor had uh, uh, questions about a dump truck, let's talk about what kind of equipment that they can finance. Because uh, Trucker Tra says, is the finance only for semi-trucks or can it be roll-offs and dumpsters? So that's, that's a great question uh, mm -hmm. for everyone that's in here now. What type of equipment uh, can they get financed under these guidelines? <clears throat> Definitely. No, great question. I'm glad that was brought up. So um, we've we've pretty much talked mostly in, uh, about over the road trucks, right? Sleeper trucks. Um, for everybody out there, it is easier to qualify for financing um, if you're going to be purchasing a day cab or a vocational truck. Um, you know, vocational trucks could be considered a roll off truck. Um, you know, that not necessarily a vocational truck, but a dump truck um, would also be considered something that may be a little bit uh, easier or more flexible to get financing for, um, you're going to find that there's more finance programs available for trucks that don't have sleeper cabs um, as opposed to trucks that do. Um, that's also the case for box trucks, um, so on and so forth. Um, you know, there's just a lot more programs available. Um, you may not necessarily need the money down um, that you need to get into an over-the-road truck. For instance, if you have two years of uh, experience as a delivery driver for local home deliveries uh, for furniture business. And you're looking to purchase your first box truck or an additional box truck. Um, you're not gonna be held to the same standards that somebody may be held to that's purchasing a truck with the same experience in terms of two years on the road. Um, that person may have to put down 40% because their credit score say is like a low 600s. Whereas because you're purchasing a box truck, uh, we may be able to get you done with two payments down versus a 40% down payment with the same credit profile. 
Um, so it does vary significantly depending on what you're purchasing. Um, you know, and, and just so you know, Trucker Tra, we, we finance any type of equipment um, that, you know, that's going to make you money. Um, as long as it generates revenue for your business um, or has a business purpose, we're more than happy to take a look and see if we can get it done. No, legit, legit. So, no, I appreciate that. And we'll answer a couple more and then we'll we'll give it a rest so that people can uh, go on with their lives. We appreciate you so much for uh, being in this live. Thank you, Bob, for being on the show. Uh, Nothing, I appreciate you. you, man. And um, again, I'm going to put a, a link uh, for the funding booth so you guys can call uh, if you want further information about anything to do with equipment. Uh, Bob can just help you out. And also, I will be putting a link down for my moderators, uh, Dirty Broke and Cash is King. They are both truck drivers, and um, they have really good resources. And I hate it that they call the bigger trucker YouTubers the ones that supposedly have all the good, inf good information. And it's just not true, Bob. You know, they're, no disrespect to a, a channel when I say a smaller channel, but maybe a smaller audience, but more loyal fans. Right. They know more than me. They have more experience than me. And Dirty Broke and Cash is, Cash is King both have more experience than I do. So with that said, I'm going to put their links down below. And out of respect for them for taking time out of their time to help moderate this, if you guys can go and check out their channel, hit the like button, subscribe to them, show them some love. You know, uh, we all do this from the bottom of our hearts. And, you know, it's not about free. It's about our time and our time is valuable. Right, Bob? All right, man. Uh, but yeah, if, um, and to your point, Alex, um, if we're more than happy to take phone calls as well, um, but we may not be able to answer the phone calls, uh, you know, in a manner we're able to answer the emails. So um, it may be best to email us your questions and then we can set aside some time to give you a shout that works uh, best for both of us. Um, because from time to time, we'll be on the phone and uh, we may not be able to get back to you as fast. And we'd love to have all your contact info so we can um, give you the, uh, the attention that you deserve. No, so I'm going to type that in there. Um, let me see. I should know your email by heart. Give me one That's second. Cool. <laughs> let me put this in here real quick. Uh, so first off, uh, this is Dirty Broke's channel for you guys. So, you know, if you guys could give them a quick look, I'd really appreciate that. You know, and then I want to put in my other moderator. And who who would have thought that we'd be at the point where – we would need moderators in here to keep it classy, you know? So, <laughs> you right. know, I, I appreciate that so much. So, and cash is, uh, King is my other moderator guys. So I just want to take a quick second to just say thank you to them. Uh, so give me this. Oh yeah. Shout out to Birmingham utility trailer too. We've done some business with them. I see they're in the, they're in the comments here. Oh, are um, they? Uh, yeah. that's what's up. Uh -huh. You know, yeah, we did the deal for them not too long ago. So, um, did we treat them we right, Bob? I believe so. I think it was, um, yeah, it was a trailer deal we had done. Um, so we, we got it taken care of. It was a good deal, um, for the client too. They were happy. So, yeah, everything went smooth. No, that's what's up, you know. So, when it comes down to it, what is your email so I could type this in there? Uh, my email is bob at the funding booth.com, Bob at the funding and i should know this booth.com so right there bob at the funding booth.com and you know and a quick disclaimer uh bob is my partner this is something that we do together 
So I'm not ever here to try to tell you guys that uh, to mislead you in any way at all. So I'm just letting you guys know that this is the reason why I partnered with Bob so that when someone from the Asia My Show needs financing, we could just get some legit information. That's that's all that comes down to. So I thank you for that. Um, you know, let's look at a couple more and then we'll call it a day. You know, Silver Giveaways says looking for under CDL box truck, 750 score, 10,000 down, no CDL, great business great, uh, credit, 5,000 price, uh, uh, non-homeowner. So read that back to me. Maybe I read nice. that half wrong. No, yeah, I got it. Um, so just so everybody knows, we do have programs available. If you have an established business and you have three or more trucks in your fleet, um, we do have options available where you may not need to personally guarantee anything. So, um, you know, your credit situation may not be too relevant if that's the case. Bob, real quick, um, uh, that wasn't 5000 price. That was 45000 price. So uh, Silver, just oh, okay. put that in the comments. Oh, no. Yeah. No. Okay. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I mean, with, uh, with that being the case, we've done plenty of box trucks in the past where, um, you know, there is no CDL operator, um, because one's really not needed right for the box trucks. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, 750 and I'm assuming great business credit. Yeah. I, I can give you an idea silver of what you'd be looking at. Um, but for something like that, I mean, we have options to signal digit rates, um, for our programs. Um, you know, if your credit is that strong, you've been in business that long, I'm more than happy to take a look and see what's available. Um, 45,000. Um, sorry with, uh, what was the down payment, Alex? 10 grand? Uh, yes. $10,000 down. Um, and silver, we may not need the 10 grand down. Just keep that in mind. We're always happy to allow you to put whatever you want down to make your payment lower than what it may be if you didn't put money down, but um, it may not be a requirement um, with box trucks. Um, we can usually get those done uh, with either no money down or like uh, one payment in advance, something like that. It's, it's nothing usually too crazy. Um, so just to give you an idea here, um, let's say you wanted a five-year term. Um, probably in between 700 and uh 730 a month on a 60 month term um would be what you're looking at for a box truck at, at that dollar amount um assuming the credit and stuff so um for something like that we would just need the application to be completed uh last three months of your bank statements for the business and um the the truck listing um, and there's an opportunity to be a little bit more competitive there. Um, but again, I just don't want to put my foot in my mouth with, uh, with going any lower than that without seeing the application itself. Legit, legit. Let's see right here. Here's a good one. Why do credit bureaus have different credit score numbers? What's up with that, Bob? Steve. What, what are they scamming? Steve, how are you, brother? I hope you're doing well, man. If this is Steve Morell up in New Hampshire, um, he can speak to, uh, you know, conversations that he and I have, but, um, Hope you're doing well. Not sure if you got the truck, Steve, but uh, to get to your point, I wish I had that answer for you, man. Um, we pull in-house. We do Experian and Equifax. We had the capability to pull both. So uh, with that being said, uh, sometimes an Experian credit score will be uh, 650 and the same customer will pull an Equifax score of like a, a 700 or um, you know, a 650 and a 600. So I really don't have that answer for you, Steve. I wish I did, man. Um, I'm sorry not to not to have that for you. Um, but everybody's a little different. There's so many different models out there. Um, you know, it's just it is what it is. Legit, legit. And then let's see. Um, 
here's another one for us. A six-year 50K truck, 700 score, uh, currently renting a home. Okay. Uh, six-year CDL, 50K truck, 700. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, assuming that's the case. And how much is the truck? 50K? Um, let's see. I mean, may qualify for uh, one payment in advance. If not, let's say 10% down. Let's say over 48 months. Probably anywhere with 5K down on 50,000, which would be 10% down. We're probably looking at anywhere from uh, 1150 to uh, to 1250 per month on a 48 month term. Um, and if you uh, if you didn't want to put any money down with that experience, you may be able to get you done with like a payment or two in advance. Um, and if that was the case, you'd probably looking at something closer to uh, like 1300 to uh, 1500 per month. Legit. Legit. There you go, guys. Uh, let's see. We got over here Carl Nicholson, KW680, uh, 2017, $56,000 credit score. Uh, am I reading that wrong? Uh, uh, what was the credit score on that, Carl? Or is it a credit score of a 680? Yeah, I mean, let's see. 20, 20 down on 56K. Yep. Um, So, Carl, we're going to assume you've got a 650 or better credit just for the purpose of uh, getting you some numbers here, right? Um, so if you put that down, 2017 model, uh, three years old, let's say 48 months. Let's go. With 20k down, you're probably looking at anywhere from 950 to 10 uh, to 1,050 bucks per month. Um, that's assuming a credit score of 650 or better. You know, and so no, thank you for that. And so I'm looking on here. Uh, people are asking, what's the company website? Uh, the company website is thefundingbooth.com if you're interested. Uh, where's uh, your location? You're based out of LA, correct? Yep. Uh, we're in, uh, we actually just moved to Long Beach from downtown. So we're, uh, we're out in California. Um, you know, so uh, anytime anybody needs anything, yeah, feel free to visit the website. Um, send us an email. Um, the website has the application uh, right there, um, right in the apply now section. So um, you know, we're more than happy to help anybody that, uh, that's looking for financing for sure. No legit. Um, uh, one question I had myself is just say you are a first time buyer and you're kind of stretching it, right? So mm -hmm. basically you're going against the grain. Uh, I'm already recommending for people do not even think about buying a truck. If you're stretching yourself, if you're broke, you don't have that much money. If you got bad credit, fix that shit, fix all of that. Okay. <laughs> we do not want you to get screwed, you know? Uh, but with that, if you only have a year experience and you're getting a truck, are they finding insurance? I mean, you're not the insurance guy, Bob, but I mean, with getting these deals done, are they able to find experience or insurance at that point when they only have like one year CDL? 
Uh, well, a lot of the drivers uh, end up leasing on to the bigger carriers too. So um, when they get their own truck, they go under that insurance. Um, that makes sense. You know, occasionally you'll find the, you know, the lad that's just getting out on the road on their own that has their own authority and wants to go full go with it. But it's pretty unusual. No, legit, legit. Uh-huh. So that, that answered the question. I think most people that are uh, jumping on with one year experience, which I don't recommend you do broke, don't do it. None of that stuff. Don't do it. But if you are, then that does make sense. Most of them are leasing onto a carrier. So with that said, um, you know, let's conclude this, you know, uh, thank you so much, uh, for everyone that's jumping on. Uh, if you are definitely, uh, new to, uh, thinking about trucking and you're, you're thinking about getting a truck at one point, you could look to the Asia my show for more information. Uh, definitely reach out to Bob for more information. Uh, he doesn't mind helping you with that. And at the end of this, is there anything that you would like to leave people with, Bob? No, just everybody, thanks for your time. We appreciate you you know, watching. And um, listen, there's plenty of finance companies out there. Um, we're not saying that you know, we're, the, we're the bee's knees or anything like that, but we're more than happy to help anybody. Um, we, you know, we try to put forth our, our best foot and, um, you know, get you the best deal that we can, um, in order for you to move forward. Um, because we're looking to earn your business for, uh, for the future too, not just to, you know, get in with one truck and, and, and be done with it. We want you to hopefully grow your business. Um, if that's what you're looking to do, or if you're not, um, you know, and you're just one of those type of people that just likes to have one truck, um, when that truck gets old and you want to, you want another one, we hope that you give us a call. Um, so we're going to do what we can to treat your ride and, and make sure you're getting taken care of. Um, so anything we can do to help, feel free to give us a call. And Alex, man, I, uh, I can't thank you enough for having me on the show today. And um, I, I think this was great. Um, I've already seen some emails and notes come through from um, several people watching um, where they have questions. So um, keep them coming, guys. Uh, anything we can do to help, just let us know. We're, we're here to do so. So um, feel free to visit our uh, Facebook, our Instagram, um, you know, the funding booth. It's pretty easy to find. Um, and then we can take it from there. But uh, again, Alex, can't thank you enough, man. I appreciate you. And everybody watching, um, appreciate you guys too. And please drive safe and be careful. No, thank you so much, guys. And so at the end of this, I appreciate you so much for jumping on, staying. Hopefully you got some value from this. And we will definitely see you on the next live where we'll be doing more reviews such as this. And so if you have any other questions, definitely comment them if you're watching this on the repost. And we will see you on the next one. So thank you guys for